Hello and good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of In Conversation with Dr. Gary. I am your host, Dr. Gary, and it truly is an honor and a blessing to be with you this evening. Thank you for allowing me to share just a little bit of this evening with you. Well, as you know, we have closed out um, our season for devotional monologues. But as you know, when something ends, we open up the door for new beginnings. And so we're going to embrace that with our new season of Life Journeys. That's right. Life Journey is going to start tonight. As you know, life is truly a journey and it is filled with many lessons. All of them and some of them contain hardships, even heartaches, joys and celebrations and even special moments that will ultimately lead us to those destinations and our purpose in life. And so we know that the road is not always easy and it's not even always smooth. But in fact, throughout our travel, we'll sometimes encounter many challenges. And so even some of those challenges will test our courage our strength, our weaknesses, and even our faith. But we also know along the way, we're gonna stumble and we may even come across some paths that might not be as smooth and may try to cross our destination up. And sometimes those obstacles are blessings in disguise and only we don't realize it at the time. And so um, tonight um, to tell her life journey is my friend um, from college, um, Nicole Venerable. Nicole, how are you tonight, dear? Good, good. Hey, Gary. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it is a pleasure to have you with us tonight. Listen, we have done so many great things. And listen, I am so proud of you and the things that you have gone through and succeeded over. You know, uh, we had talked um, a few weeks ago and um, we had dialogued just real quickly about um, you being a guest on the show and surprisingly you told me that um, how you thought that your journey would be important enough and I'm thinking to myself wow this girl is amazing and she don't even know it yet and that's amazing that's humility uh, really that's humility and drag <laughs> and not even knowing it. so really but you know what if you don't mind I'd like to read something uh, a post that you posted on July 20th on your wall on Facebook. Um, and it read, you know, I was asked this week to speak at an engagement with Dr. Gary. Um, and it was on the rise to success of my life journey, which is the title of our episodes tonight. And my initial response was, quote, I don't have a narrative. I really don't feel successful enough to have that conversation, unquote. It's funny because almost 90% of the time, I don't feel like I have it together. I don't know if I'm coming or going. Don't know if where I want to go is even a reachable goal. But I realize a few things. One, there's success and growth. And that is the ability to, vulnerable, to be vulnerable, enough to admit not having to get together and the courage to keep it every day through the fear of the unknown. Two, Success outside of the physical realm is unmeasurable. Our first thought when considering, quote, success is to think of the financial aspect, but there's success in joy, in happiness, and in love. And then lastly, there's no comparison. There's no one that can define what success is for me and no one that I, that I am should compare myself to. My story is my own to live, to appreciate, and to learn from successfully me queen nick mm. that was written <laughs> july 20th <laughs> that was written july 20th <laughs> by you and this is one day after we had had our conversation about you feeling like that you were not important enough to share listen you are an amazing success and tonight I really would love if you would just share with us tonight your life journey and so I know that our friendship started in 2010 back when we were years old you know in a, in a small college called Judson University in Elgin Illinois and we had nothing we were on our way to trying to do something 
but we didn't quite know what it was going to be. And then 12 years later, you know, matter of fact, I won't even go 12 years later. I'll go, um, <laughs> I'll go six, six years later because I was going through Facebook looking for a friend named Nicole and found you and saw the things that you were doing. And I was absolutely amazed because we had kind of lost touch with each other after we had graduated. And I was simply amazed and even more so amazed now with the things that you were doing. So when God had given me to do um, these episodes with those, that would be an encouragement, that would be an inspiration uh, to others who are like-minded and who desire young women such as yourselves who can be inspired. Uh, I knew that I had to connect with you to offer you this platform to be able to tell your story. And so tonight, Nicole, uh, I thank you for sharing your heart. I thank you for sharing your mind uh, and all that God has brought you through. Uh, and so uh, I welcome you to share whatever it is that you would have. And so I just wanted to have a conversation with you. So, um, so first of all, how have you been over these last few years? I am great. I'm great. I'm so grateful to reconnect with you. And yes, so I God do appreciate good. the opportunity. You know, you don't you don't have 20, a lot of people don't get the opportunity to have very, very long friendships, whether they're yeah. everyday yeah. conversations or True. we talk once a year. So True. I'm 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 very blessed to say that I know you. I, I you know, whatever you seem to think my successes are and people think mm -hmm. they are. I really do owe you a piece of that, right? Because Amen. When you reached out and no matter when you touched base, it was always, you're going to get your master's, you're going to get your bachelor's. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I was like, I love Gary, but he, you know, <laughs> this is what you're going to talk about every yeah. time. <laughs> um, and I knew you were thinking I do that think, too. I, I know. And then, you know, even when you got quiet, because you knew, you know, that I was like, Gary, I'm not going. Yeah it you know mm, just watch it you didn't even have to tell me it was like oh gary's going to get his doctor yes ma'am about that you know so <laughs> um you know you've been an inspiration as well amen. so amen. just as successful as you think i am I, you know you need to know that you play a vital role in the people who you've invited on or the, the friends you've made or the people who just listen to the podcast so amen. i appreciate Thank you. that and i appreciate, I appreciate that for that. others thank you um but what can I say? I mean, you are, yeah, 12 years. Man, that was a long time ago. And it seems yeah. like it wasn't, but 12 years is a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, when you first asked me, um, and thank you for quoting my post, because when you hear it back, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, when you hear it back, it's like, wow, that that was deep. Had I yeah. read that, that would have been deep. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I meant it. That was my, my inclination when you asked, was mm -hmm. like, I'm... I'm not like, what am I doing? That's so great that somebody would want to hear, yeah. you know, like it's so often we live in a society where you're watching people who are like celebrities or, you know, very famous or very right. wealthy. And so my first thought is cast like people are going to be listening and be like, well, who is she? Like, we don't even know who <laughs> she is. So, you know, I'm not Drake. I'm not, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, so, I feel you. Um, so that's kind of where my mind went and, and I had to sit in it for a couple days because as people, it's natural for us to always want to progress right. and that's good, right? Because we I say agree. like, well, mm -hmm. we have drive and we want to be driven, right. but I do think we never take enough time mm -hmm. to stop for us. I agree. Like, what have I accomplished? Right. And I'm grateful for what I've accomplished and how can I use what I've accomplished to help somebody else accomplish okay. something as well? Amen. We're too often focused on, well, what's next? Oh, well, I got I got tired of this Lexus, and mm. so now I want a bigger one. I want a Range Rover. Good point. Good point. You know, I, I, I made this amount of money, and now I want to make more. Or, you know, even, you know, with us, I got my, I got my bachelor's, and now I'm going to get my master's. And those are all great things, but if you're yeah. not taking the time in between to stop mm -hmm. and appreciate the fact that you were able to and the things that you have, then everything mm. you've done is for, you know, you've taken it all for granted. Yes, good point. So I appreciate, you know, not just being able to speak to people, but in yeah. that moment, you gave me the platform to like, whoa, wait a minute, let me, I guess I am successful, you know, and I didn't, I don't look at myself that way every day. So yeah. it, it was good to be able to give myself a pat on the back. 
right? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know, it's in your humility uh, that you actually um, resonate. That resonates even again, even in itself, because it's you don't have to realize it. You know, you're just like a walking uh, ministry that is blessing people just because that's who you are. And it's so natural. You you flow into your passion so easily because that's just who you are. You know, that's who you were designed to be. And that's why, you know, it wasn't just important enough for Bia, for us to be in class together, um, Nikki. It was, um, I can call her Nikki, y'all, because I'm her friend. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got to call that's her right. Nicole. Okay, but no, <laughs> but the point is that, that I'm making is that, you know, it's, it's because we, 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 we don't bask in our own uh, glory. You know, mm -hmm. God is using us as instruments. He's using us as vessels to be able to use the gifts and talents. And he assembled us in those, in that place um, for a time such as today, Nikki, you know, because we didn't realize we'd be here 12 years ago. We didn't even know if we would be around each other, talking to each other again, 12 years ago. We didn't know that. We met a lot of people that we were surrounded by, but we don't talk to anymore. But there are just a select few people that he stayed connected with, that he had work still to do with us. You know, there was that, we didn't know anything about a podcast back then. We didn't know anything about um, the things that we were going to be doing. I had no idea that you'd be the, you know, big muckety muck, you know, at the bank and all of this stuff, you know, and, <laughs> you know, and I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna spoil your story, you know, but I want you to tell it, but you know, it's just that there's so, it's just so much in our humility. And when we let God have the reins of our lives, you know, and let him steer us into that place, um, you know, we won't see it then because if we could see it then and we start getting outside of where he wants us to be, we start relying on our own power. We start relying mm -hmm. on that education alone, although it's a main, it's an ingredient to what God is trying to use. It's not the only ingredient. It's not the only thing. It's right. And the mm -hmm. people that were in the class, they were good to be around. They were nice to be around, but it wasn't a lasting relationship. It was just an instant relationship, but a necessary relationship. And so God allowed us to build and build and build. And the, although we lost contact with each other, God brought us back together for a time such as this. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so I can appreciate the things that you have done over the years. And I'm so excited about you telling your story. I'm going to let you get into it. I'm going to shut my mouth here. But um, <laughs> yeah, but listen, tell us, tell me about, tell us about um, how um, you just kind of took off into this determined role that you're in uh, now and how you just decided to just move into the direction of success. Tell me about your fierce this tenacity that you just took into because I can see you. I felt your hunger, you know, because you were just this timid little girl in class wanting to know more about what it is you want to do. And now, man, there's no, that's not even a residual <laughs> effect of that. You know? Yeah. So please. Um, you know, I want to start off by saying first and foremost, Everything that's happened to me has mm -hmm. happened for me without Amen. me. Somehow, wow. by the grace of God, mm -hmm. continued to fall into situations brought me to where I'm at. And and I, so many times, you know, people have asked me, well, how did you go to school? I don't know, Gary, I got a call, <laughs> you know, and, and we'll go into that. But yeah. I want to start off by saying back to my post. Nothing I've done has necessarily been planned to a T, right? Things have seemed to fall into my lap, to my benefit. They are things that I've wanted. They are things that I have aspired to have. Mm -hmm. But the has been presented because mm -hmm. of God. And Amen. so my job was to walk through the door. Amen. And that's the tenacity, right? When, it, when, when something arises, I can feel it. I, I have felt the voice for a very long time since I was young. Amen. You're young and you, you don't know what it is, right? You don't, Amen. You, don't, you, hear, you hear a path, you, you see something and you ignore it because you don't know. But as you get older, you, you know, I have learned that, yeah, like I've learned when I get an idea, that's not my idea. That's God's idea. I move. Amen. You know, when he says move, I move. I Obedience. don't question it. I move and it. Yeah. 
and it, it will be what it's going to be whether that's good bad or ugly and for whatever that purpose is um, but but and but nothing happens coincidentally i don't believe that i believe everything there is a he has a plan for you he has a plan. so amen i continue to give opportunity mm-hmm. until at some point you learn to like stop fighting you know learn to listen and, and go ahead and move and so I'll, I'll start by saying that but um at, when i was very very young so we met mm-hmm. in what, 2010 2011 um 2010 mm-hmm. and i was young 20s early 20s at that time yeah and i had just gotten back into the groove of like coming outside people and, and going to school i graduated at 18 and i ran off and got married right away you know started dating at 16 literally on my 18th birthday i woke up in the middle of the night i kissed my at 4 a.m and i got in a drove 14 hours to leave her. wow she didn't know she woke up the next day and didn't know i was gone panicked back then you didn't have cell phones so there was no like let me call right i had to stop at a couple pay you know gas stations calling mm-hmm. but you know hard-headed being young being hard-headed so got married super young fresh out of high school um i had come from a pretty decent family you know my grandparents were doctors my family Mm -hmm. was pretty well off and so everyone was very very disappointed right because i was supposed to go to college and i was supposed to you know follow the legacy and keep it Mm -hmm. going and it's a five so all these expectations were on me to do all these great things and i think you know that's probably why i went the opposite way because it was too much prep right but nonetheless I, I had no intention on going to college i thought i'm just gonna be married he's in the military we having fun we can life and travel right. and so it was never really in my plan mm-hmm. um i had applied for schools because that's what my parents told me to do and i got the, you know i got accepted to all of them because i was a good student i just right. didn't go I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be with him, so I followed right. love. I uh, got pregnant at 18, um, literally a couple weeks after my birthday, and so I was married in 18. And school was the far, farthest thing I was thinking about, and so right. he actually ended up getting called off to Afghanistan. And you know, at that point, I couldn't be grown anymore. Who, what, right. what happens when you think you're grown? Who, who yeah. do you end up calling? You know. <laughs> It, it never fails you call your mama <laughs> and exactly. so here i am about to be 19 with a baby and no husband because he's in another right. mm-hmm. i'm in a whole nother state i'm in charlotte and she's in illinois and i'm like i need my mama <laughs> <laughs> so you know she what she did what good mother does and came and came amen and so i i lived with her for a little while but you know at this point i'm young and i have a baby and i'm not working I'm living with my mom. And so, again, school was not on the forefront for me. That was not important. Wow. Um, He ended up going off to the war. At that time, he was in Iraq. And so his Mm -hmm. term was up. And he said he didn't want to, you know, go back because he didn't want to go through that again. And so he came home. And now here we are, two 20-year-olds, and nobody's working. Right. With a kid. So, you know, that was not going to work. And so I think that was probably when I first thought, we got to do something, right? Like, I can't, we can't live off of right. nothing for the rest of our lives with a kid. And so I started working part-time as a teller. Mm-hmm. And back then, you know, they made, what, 5 $6 an hour. So it wasn't a whole lot of money, but it was, it was some money. And after maybe six to eight months, and I said, this is not, I can't, can't I can't be a teller the rest of my life. Like, right. I'm not going to be able to feed my children. And so I decided to go to school and I started taking one class. That takes forever. Okay. Yeah. One class is nothing, but I could afford. I didn't know anything about student loans. I didn't know anything about fast. I just was paying out of pocket a hundred dollars in there for a class as best I could. Mm. And so I did that for, for a few years. And then we got there. I almost had my associate said, Hey, we realize you have not any math classes mm-hmm. now, at this point i've been high school so i right. had to test to take math and i test and she said you now have to take three more classes because you're so far 
in math. Ooh, that hurts. That one class a semester is almost the whole year. You know, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I was at the end. Like, I was yeah. finally. <laughs> yeah, you ain't looking forward to the one. Nah, and then I'm not good at math. That's the whole reason I avoided the math was yeah, because I knew I wasn't, you know. That was like my worst subject. So, oh, you know, they, they said, well, you you tested in, in high school math. So now I had to take yeah. it all over. And I, yeah, don't I, I just, me. I remember getting a headache again. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm helping my daughter with it now. She's a freshman. And I'm like, this, it's bad memories, bad memories. Mm, good luck um, with that but, one. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, in that moment, looking back, something said, just go look for a, you know, go, what about and wanted to get your associates. I know you didn't really think you were cool, but at this point, if I'm going to my math classes, let me just see if maybe I can get in a fast track bachelor's program. I don't know. Came from, well, I, you know, I know where the thought came from, but God. But at the time, I was like, I don't know where that came from. I just happened to think of less school. And I came across Judson and they had a bachelor's program. And I applied online real quick. Didn't think I was going to get in. I just knew, you know, two weeks later, they called and they said, you've been accepted. I said, I'm, I, I remember having the conversation. I said, I'm really concerned or I'm accepted because I taken any path. And they told me I have to start over. For taking yeah. And because it was a human services, mm-hmm. you didn't need to have your math. You know, your right. core was like those those classes like English and you know, right. all of that transferred over. And so. Again, I stumbled into this course, not knowing that that was what was going to happen. You know, clue. And so that was God. So Amen. That, that Amen. All, you know, that all the way was, I give him all the credit for that because I would have never thought I would be there. So um, you can see and, the and, trajectory of your life starting to change. Yeah. God to God yeah. is just giving you that gentle nudge. Go left, go left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to, like I say, at some point, you're going to end up where he wants you to be. Exactly, you, I agree. You keep thinking that's the case or not, or whether you, he's going to get Amen. you. Amen. He will. Um, yes, he will. So you know, then I ended up with you, and it was wonderful. And I, and Amen. I think you and I had that conversation. Yeah. When you asked, like, how did you get here? I said, I don't yeah. know how I got here. I don't. <laughs> I just happened to stumble across it, and and it ended up working out. And you and I met during that. And then so school became more serious, right? Because yeah. we're now in a cohort, so it's continuous versus yeah. just one class a semester. Yeah. And so at that time, you know, my husband and I start to grow apart because, as you said, I'm changing, right? Yeah. I, I, you're evolving. Right. And so, I, you know, where we both were thinking, oh, we're not going to go to school now. I'm in school. And right. oh, oh, now you're getting a bachelor's. I thought you mm-hmm. were just getting an associate's. And so right. now it's taking off. Right. And I'm progressing. And so, right. um, you know, when you're in a relationship and only one person is growing. Yeah. It doesn't work. It Absolutely. The transformation is not taking place with him as it is with you. Right, right. Yeah, and then yeah. You, you end up with resentment, you know, yeah. towards each other. And right. so, you know, I don't know if my cohort, if my peers, my classmates knew at the time, mm-hmm. but it was even more of a struggle for me, right? Because I'm trying to be a student, mm-hmm. but I'm also working full time. I'm also a mother. I'm also a wife. Yeah. I'm also rich, so I'm wearing all these hats. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling like, I don't know who Nicole is anymore. Right. I, I, you know, I didn't even know who I was because playing the role, you know, all these other roles. Yeah. And and so it's difficult too, right? When you're in a in a relationship, whether it's marriage or whatever, when you don't even know who you are, or who you want to be. Wow. And so you don't get to test, right? The person that you thought you married now doesn't know who she is or who she wants to be or wants to be something totally different from who she said she was going to be when you mm. all got married. And so as I'm doing all of this, I'm now in the middle of a divorce. Mm. And so that, you know, that in itself was devastating. You know, that was another disappointment or in my mind was a failure. Right. And where I my perspective at the time was like, wow, I failed because I got pregnant. young. So I failed my grandparents. I failed my parents because I didn't go to school like I should have. And so that was hard. And then now here I am married doing the thing that they told me not to do. And I just knew I was going to do good at it just to prove Mm -hmm. them wrong. And then I fail at that. And so now I'm in school and I'm like, man, am I going to fail at this too? Like you just start to feel like 
you're not gonna make it and by the grace of god we got mm-hmm. through it you know we made it to graduation day and we did it and it was wonderful and and again i i give you credit for some of that because there were times you not knowing right had no yeah. idea what i was going through sometimes and you would have these conversations and you would bring it back to god and you would bring it back to prayer and we would i remember we prayed in every session and that was probably the only time i was praying because i had fallen out of the church like i was just distraught like who yeah. i was in the classroom was not who yeah. i was outside of the classroom right and so, you know, I, I thank him for that because he brought you, you know, as a vessel, right? You Amen. were the messenger. Amen. And you, you kept me tied to him. Amen. Right? When Amen. In, in those times where I felt like life is in shambles. I, this, this is not going the way I thought. Or why is this going this way? Or God can't possibly be here. He's not a part of this. And you every time, you know, whether you knew it or not, were bringing it back, bringing it back, pulling me back, keeping Amen. me close. And so Amen. I was grateful, very, very grateful for that. Um, well, that's so what that it's all that. about. Amen. Amen. Wow. What an amazing point. You bring out some great points, really, because honestly, um, you know, that's just my that was my life. That is my life. And uh, and I wasn't even sharing that because, you know, I was going to preach to you. That was my heart. And it just connected with you. God had positioned you in that place to be able to hear that because he know you needed it. Uh, and he had me there and he sent me there because he know you needed it um, and had you not um, Nikki you probably wouldn't even have received it with with an open ear with an mm-hmm. open heart you know it mm-hmm. just fell upon your heart because you really wanted it is that who goes around asking hey excuse me could you preach to me right right <laughs> you know right. but the same thing that's working in me Nikki is working in you God knew he knows you you belong to him but we have our moments where we lose our way, mm-hmm. you know, and it's okay. There was a, there's, you're that, you were that sheep. I was that sheep. My mom was that sheep. You know, my brother was that sheep. We get lost sometimes, but he comes after us, you know, mm-hmm. and he recovers us and he restores us and he redeems us and he blesses us and he has us in the right place. He never puts any more on us than we can bear. We can't mm-hmm. bear. It never does that, you know, and so, um, so what what kept you what ultimately kept you grounded during that time? You know, my children. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I, I there were times my son is twenty now and you know he's at an age. Wow. Twenty? I know. Can you believe that? <laughs> I know. I know, Gary. I know. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember, <laughs> I remember six, seven. I know, I know. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he's, you know, he he's 20 now and he's oh. kind of same as me. He's in that, you know, at my age, I was rebelling. He's rebelling. But, you know, if it's one thing that they may never know that I hope they at some point know is like those moments. Right. I was steadfast on my children. Like wow. I was determined yeah. to make sure that my children were not going to suffer because of the poor choices. I had Yeah. Made. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I just kept thinking. If I don't go to school and I don't ever become anything, then they have nothing to look up to or to aspire to become. If I do it, then they've seen it and they choose not to, then that's your choice. But yeah, exposed to it. Right. And that was kind of my motivation. Right. And that's a good motivating factor, too, because, um, you know, to to inspire me and you're paying it forward, really. You, you listen to that. Uh, in your own testimony now when you're saying, wow, in a moment where you didn't want to, you were had backslidden and lost your way, um, a word had been spoken into your life that you knew that you need to pull into your children, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's important. So you see that divine connection. God is good. So good. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. better to us yeah. than we could ever be to ourselves, you know, and that's why yes. we have to give that which is on the inside of us because I didn't know what you were going through. You know, I, I didn't know what the issues you may have been sharing, having with your your children, but you had this burning desire to be an inspiration and encouragement and an example to your children, not just by words, but by an example. And that mm-hmm. example was a journey. You had to walk that. And that wasn't easy because you have so much to come against you, um, really. So, wow, that's, uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Man, yeah. so... And so after all of this time, how have you taught your children to be grateful? 
you know, as I've gotten older, it, it's a focus of the day, right? Like one thing I do with them now is I, at night, I make cell phone, right? <laughs> you don't get your phone back until you wake up in the morning and you hand me a journal that tells me your grateful thought of the day. Ooh, and good so, job. I like that. Um, it, it has forced them many words to always when you wake up your first thought mm-hmm. of the day is gratitude right amen. and then we obviously do prayer and things like that which is you know your traditional amen in the household mm-hmm. but now you know these children are much different than we were right they don't have the attention span to sit in church or pass you know mm-hmm. like they don't they don't get the word like we used to so i've just been trying to find other ways for them to really understand like how blessed you are i yes. think too as the generations have gotten mm-hmm. older they kind of take things for granted you know oh, they yes. want to sit in there and be on the game all day yeah, and don't no go doubt. outside and, <laughs> and it's like do you know what i would have done to kid have a cell phone when i was your age or to live in a house that had stairs yeah. or you know like they don't know struggle like we yeah do we struggle, don't know nothing right about. <laughs> yeah um so I, tr- I try to make sure that they do a lot of that. We do a lot of reading together on, you know, the soul and the spirit and just like yeah. be grateful. Um, but I've also, I think what has really, really, right, hard work. Like my daughter has said a million times, like, mm-hmm. man, I don't, she's so spoiled. I don't know what I would do if I didn't eat name brand cereal. But she understands, right? Like <laughs> if mom wasn't out here grinding the way she grinded, <laughs> We need to go back to non-name brand cereal. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Chippies. Like, yeah, yeah. The O's or the O's or what, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. You... Yeah, so, cereal um, tastes like wood chips. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen it, right? I've seen it play out exactly like I had hoped. Yeah. Because my daughter was, uh, my daughter is only 14. So she was very, very young when okay. I was going through school. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did end up going to get my master's, right? So I okay. ended up, let me tell you how this works too. I ended up working in Chicago for a company and I, I was done. I was tired of this, tired of the cost of living. I was tired. I was over it. I think it was the year I sat in the car for three hours trying to get home because there was a blizzard. I'm like, driving people's cars were breaking down they ran out of gas because you had been mm-hmm. sitting there so long and i said let me apply for this job and i started applying for jobs and nobody would call me back they happened to have a job company in tempe and i said i don't want to move but let me just apply for the job i mean i wanted to get out of chicago but i didn't you know I, tempe, I arizona. Tempe, arizona. <laughs> and so i applied for the job and i didn't hear back and so mm-hmm. they called me the company is based, the headquarters is in Chicago. And they called me to come in for an interview. And he said, we want to hire you, but we want you to start in Tempe. Mm. And I said, okay. So I ended up moving to Arizona. Again, not mm. in my plan. I never would have thought in a million years I would live in Arizona. I, I never thought I would live in Chicago. I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but God will move you, right? Amen. Now at the time, I didn't know. I didn't know nothing. I, I knew it was a big name company, but I didn't know a whole lot about it. But Amen. anyway, I, I stepped out on faith. I moved out there. Within six months, they offered 100% tuition reimbursement. Ooh. 100% at the time. Um, can you say free? Free! <laughs> free 99. Okay. Hello. <laughs> In that same. Yeah. Gary Neal is messaging me on Facebook saying, Uh-oh. You going back to school to get you your bestest? <laughs> Gary, Gary oh, just oh, knows you, the right. Yeah. You, you, you can't run. You can't run. Can't run. I said, no, Gary, I'm not going. Can't and run. at the six month mark, I said, let me just go because <laughs> they may change it. And yeah. so I start. I did the same thing I did with my bachelor's. I found, and, and, and what's funny is both schools were Christian colleges. Amen. I you ended know? up at GC yes. Christian College. Amen. Amen. And same thing, did a, did a fast track uh, master's which was only 14 months mm-hmm. and now here i am with a master's when if you rewind remember i told you i never thought i was even going yeah. to have an associate oh yeah didn't think that was the plan wasn't planning wow. on it listen god and has so, one for you donnie yeah so my son <laughs> got to see me graduate with my bachelor's my daughter got to see me me with my master's
Yeah. You know, you need to understand dedication. And if you set a goal, what you need to do to work for it. And, and you don't let anything deter you from the goal. So all of that was just what I had hoped they had gotten out of it. And Amen. so, you know, I, I, I ended up getting my master's and that was amazing. And so I ended up staying with that company for six years in that role. And I said, I'm tired of Phoenix. Like, I just, you know, you, you got to mm-hmm. be careful what you say to God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he again, he has things. a plan. So <laughs> the minute you say it, he might be like, well, you know what? It sounds like you're ready. So yeah, let's move. Somehow, somehow. I end up in Houston and now here I am in Houston and I had no intention again didn't even mm-hmm. think of text 20 years ago I did not think of moving anywhere else and now here I am in Houston and an opportunity presented itself and I saw the position in June yeah right mm-hmm. I think it was June of 2019 okay and I said nobody wants to move to Houston why would I move there and I didn't apply a year later the position was still out there. Okay. And somebody called me and said, I know you're looking. Are you sure you don't want to revisit the position in Houston? And I said, let me just, let me, let me reach out to them and tell them I'm not ready to go. I will move in two years because I wanted to wait until my daughter was ready to go to high school. Right. Well, you know, if you want to make God laugh, you tell him what you got planned. Right. I got planned that I'm moving two years. God said, no, you're going to move in two months. <laughs> right. Wow. That's what, I t- that's what I told you to do. Amazing. So I reached out and I said, hey, I'm, I'm, I am looking for a position in a couple years. Can you give me some information? I'm just trying to network. She said, we have a VP of banking operations position open now. Wow. Your, your whole back lines with it. It's a member of the executive leadership team in mm. Houston. Look at that. That's the highest level of management that we have here in Houston. Mm. And you know, I still said, no, Gary. <laughs> 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 I was okay. like, no, I, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> okay. But but you remember what I said. Mm-hmm. Things will fall in your lap. In your lap. Two weeks God later. God has a plan. He has a plan. Two weeks later, I mm-hmm. find out that my team is downsizing. Okay. And my job is at risk. Mm-hmm. And they really don't mm-hmm. need me. In so many words, they don't need me. We're not saying we're letting you go, but we're going to reevaluate the team. Yeah. We don't think we need this many managers. Okay. And so now at this point, right, <clears throat> I, stay, I, I can stay in Phoenix and mm-hmm. possibly, probably lose my job. Right. Or I'm going to get up and go to Houston. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I applied for the position. I had, I kid you not, eight interviews. It lasted a four-month span. So I was very nervous because... Yeah. We're finally getting to that point, right? Where they're yeah. like, okay, we're probably going to let you go. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, <laughs> they gave me the position. And so I ended up out here. Wow. And it was, again, not what I expected. Not, you know, I didn't think I would be here. <laughs> Vice President, Northern Vice Trust President. Corporation. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, um, even when you were in school, you know, I saw <clears throat> some posts that you were really you really got into being in the college atmosphere to where mm-hmm. you actually joined a sorority mm-hmm. <laughs> tell us a little bit about your sorority so i didn't pledge undergrad because mm-hmm. you know we did undergrad right, in, uh, right, in right. At, our, at judson but um so I'm a legacy, right? My grandmother has been in Sigma Gamma Rho mm-hmm. Incorporated for over 50 years. Sure. Um, her daughter has been in Sigma Gamma Rho for almost 50 years. Okay. So it, it's tradition. Like that was, you know, another part of why I felt so disappointed, right? Because I didn't follow the plan. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm in Phoenix, I find out that there are sorrel actually live or I'm sorry that work in my organization Mm -hmm. and so you can pledge grad chapter right as long as you have your master's and pledge and so I did that and and here I am today and so it's funny because when you asked me about my success sure I think the lingering right feeling disappointing Right. Mm-hmm. Disappointment from not going to school, disappointment from getting pregnant early, disappointment from taking so long to graduate, disappointment from your failed marriage, mm-hmm. disappointment from then failed relationships yeah. right in between that that didn't work out. Um, 
you know, to me, it, it, it doesn't always seem like a success because I know what I went through to get there. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's, it's, it's <clears throat> to God and I'm appreciative of it, but uh-huh. it's a constant like, don't get it twisted. Like, I didn't do everything right. right. You know, like I, I, I say, lucky, I'm blessed. Right. Amen. It could have gone a total opposite way. Yes, it could. There, could have, there are people who have gone through similar situations that I have gone through that were not presented with the opportunities or who were presented and did not push and did not go. And so I'm I'm blessed beyond measure. I am so grateful for the doors that have opened. I'm grateful for the people, the mentorship, the fellowship, the, the pouring into me. Yes. Um, that I don't even think people knew they were doing. Yeah. Just people who said, well, go get your master's and your MBA. Like the little yeah. things that really help play a role. Amen. And so, you know, that's just kind of how <clears throat> where, I, where I am today. And, and you know, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not still driven. Mm-hmm. You you always, 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 always ask me, what's next? What's next? I don't know, oh, Gary. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what's next. Because I, I didn't know what was next oh, then. I and I don't know what's next, next now. I, I know what's next. <laughs> I'm, I'm saving that for the end of the show. I'm, I'm <laughs> But, you know, um, I, I know that you have uh, you've had your triumphs and I know you've had your your tragedies and there's been a lot that um, you have gone through. And um, but, you know, even to this point now, you know, you have uh, generated, I'm sure being a part of the sorority has generated some networking opportunities um, and some volunteer opportunities that uh, from what I see has allowed you to venture off into the business world um yeah uh yeah, yeah. so uh, could you share with us a little bit about um that journey uh, because i think you've got some special things going on with that i do so thank you because i i see i forget i don't i forget what i i forget what i do <laughs> it's like that sometimes Uh, um yeah so i just launched uh in february i launched a faith-based clothing line called Mm. faithfully focused and um you know again i attribute that to god because i i will say in 2008 i had a i the word and it said make faith-based t-shirts and i kid you not gary i went to the dollar store and I got a white t-shirt and I went to Michael's, some of them iron on letters. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting on the floor with an iron, putting mm-hmm. stuff together. And I said, this can't be it. Like, what What, what was I thinking? You know, <laughs> peeling off, it wasn't staying together. The quality wasn't there. And I created and I threw the shirt in the closet and I never looked at it again, right? And that was mm-hmm. 2008, so years ago. And then just, past year around December you know I heard the calling again that said why not now you know try it again and this time you know we're years later so now you have things like drop shipping and print on demand and you have technology yeah. and so I don't have to sit in my closet and mm-hmm. <laughs> iron these shirts you know exactly. so I said well let me go ahead and just try it and so I ended up meeting with a girlfriend who has a boutique who I love uh, she has done things online with her boutique and so she kind of mentored me and guided me on like here's how you create a website and here's what you do but nonetheless um if you visit the website it's faithfully-focused.com and we have both women's t-shirts and men's t-shirts but um our motto or our mantra as you say is that we're a faith-based clothing line designed to allow you to walk firmly and unapologetically in your faith whatever that may be um, you know, I know how hard it is for people to stay motivated or even to motivate others. And I feel like sometimes you'll see someone's shirt, right? That just says, pray through it, pray sure. over it. Right. And Walking billboards. In that moment. Yeah. Like that, that 10 seconds of reading it, it. may just hit someone who needed that. Right. You, exactly. you, you may not have had to pray over that person, mm-hmm. but the message Amen. You know, or, or I'm walking around with a shirt that has the definition of blessed. Amen. And you see someone who, you know, takes that extra second to say, you know what, I'm blessed too. Amen. I am blessed, you know, just by reading the shirt. Amen. And so, you know, check us out, Gary. I know you've supported me. Oh, I know absolutely. I saw your wife, beautiful wife and in my, my shirt. And, yeah, and my mom. You know, and your mom. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. And so I appreciate oh, your yeah. support. I appreciate you giving me the platform. But, oh, yeah. You know, I don't, I think there's a million hustle right I, I 
love that we went to school. I love that you went to school. I think school is amazing. Oh, yeah. But I think this generation, you have found through COVID that, like, people can follow their dreams, right? Oh, if yes. you don't want to work for somebody else, you can work for yourself. Amen. And it will time and it will be slow but if you're passionate about it and if you pray on it and if you trust you know god's guidance you'll get there amen you'll get there but remember he's going to open a door but it's your job to walk through it what is it they say faith without work it's dead like you got to be able to that's right that's mm-hmm. right you got to be able to put that work in and amen. so i try to do a, everything a to say i've done it b because i enjoy it c because like you said i'm walking in my faith i'm walking in my purpose i'm trying to mentor people and guide people remind them of the word remind remind them of you know take that minute to come back amen come back for a second and so you know i'm grateful i I have done a lot to be this age which we still have yet to talk about (laughs) age but um, I won't go there. You know, I've, I, I've done a lot, and I am, I am, I'm not done. Apparently, uh, apparently, you're telling me I. We'll no, see what's no. next. <laughs> well, I know that there's much more for you. I know God has great things uh, in store for you. Uh, we live in a house without ceilings, and He's always given us. He said, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." So. Uh, I wanted to just encourage you to keep it going and just to be able to share your heart, especially the young women um, that are out there that may have felt like um, the the statement that I read um, that you posted before earlier, not being able to see the light that they're emitting to the world that's so important and feel like it's insignificant now because they can't feel their own warmth because they can't see their own glow they don't realize just how important it is to the person that can just to the person that feels that worth because they're so cold inside that little bit of warmth that you're sharing means so much to them that you can't even recognize and appreciate it and then they do and mm-hmm. no one should ever appreciate you more than you ever ever that's a word thank yes, you gary ever and so you keep word. building you take that t-shirt that you would dust it off <laughs> put it in a a, a a frame and let it be a reminder to you never ever quit ever yes. ever yeah. because if you'll quit on you the world's already got you pegged as a failure yeah. If it could have got you then, we got you, it'd have got you then. Mm. That in itself should let you know that God has a plan for your life. And the only reason why we can't see it is because we're the active act participants in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't see yeah. yourself like other people. Yeah. And when you're yeah. the active participant, no, you don't have the answer <laughs> because you're the yeah. project. <laughs> yeah. And you know, we have to have faith, Gary. Yes, we have we, to that's have what faith. it's about. Yeah, I have gotten to a point in life where I won't say I don't slip up and I stress sometimes and I worry sometimes. Don't we sometimes all? I have to go back to God and say, you know, I know when I do that, mm-hmm. I'm not trusting you. Right. Mm-hmm. I know when I question or when I doubt, I'm not having faith in you. And so I have really, really, really worked hard to get to a point where I know he's going to take care of me. Like I have proof in the pudding. You know, if this has not been enough for me to know that God is going to take care of me no matter what. (laughs) And I don't know what else. I don't don't need nothing else. I don't want nothing. You know, I don't want anything else to happen for me to learn that lesson. So I am at a point where I know like when that job is stressing me out and sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel inadequate or I feel like I'm competing or Mm -hmm. I'm just not there. Yeah. I trust the process. I trust what he has. Amen. I like that. You know, in those moments when I feel like I'm discouraged or like you said, I feel like life is in shambles. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if I'm coming or going. Yeah. Sometimes you got to sit down and just know what he has for me is for me. And I don't have to be part of the process and knowing what's happening. Amen. 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 Trust it. Go with it. Have the faith. Just, you know, you look and you know, life is long if you live. Amen. And if you think about back then, you know, when you're young, you always thinking about like, what's next? You're so futuristic. Live in the moment. Enjoy the moment. Be grateful for the moment because those moments will add up. Who you're going to be in 10 years right. is not who you are today. And, Amen. and there's so much you can do in the sands. So that. much. Amen. Wow. 
Well, that's beautiful. And I love it. Thank you. Listen, I have enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you for sharing your heart. Thank you for sharing your life. And thank you for sharing all that you have gone through. Wow. And so in, in closing, um, <clears throat> Nikki, uh, what what words of wisdom would you share to our young people today? Because as you know, if you can see globally, this is no longer nationally. This mm-hmm. is a global pandemic with these guns and our young people killing each other, dying by the hands of young people senselessly. Uh, for no reason at all, and just not taking advantage of all of these things that are available to them now, just like they were to us then, man. So what would you say to a young person today who would feel like their life can't be a success? You know, I think my biggest thing right now, Gary, is that people need to be able to reach out right Mm -hmm. like no one can do anything on their own right you successful person how they got to where they are somebody helped them get there right and be okay with that like you and you can ask someone even if it's just words of encouragement as people words of encouragement go so far but right now in the world and hurt people people and so until we start healing and healing each other this is not going to get better and the only way to that a is through god and faith but b is through each other right we got to love on each other we have to support each other we have to start speaking life into each other and the more you do it right the more it'll become natural And, and the more you'll teach someone else to do it and so you know i believe in you know as much as we were raised like don't tell people your business it, whether it's therapy, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a mentor, you know, find those happy things or those happy people or those happy moments that just encourage keep pushing through. And you can do it. You'll get through it. You're going to get through it either way because that's God's plan. Mm-hmm. But make it easier on yourself by trusting the process. Have the faith and really, really, really do it. There's so many reasons. And, and Gary, you're one of them. Like just having Amen. this podcast for people you know, take the 10 minutes to listen to something positive. Take the mm-hmm. 10 minutes to talk to somebody and ask a question and get some advice. So yes. that's all I can say for the young people is you got to heal and, and and it can be done by yourself. Like Amen. be okay with leaning on the shoulders of someone else to get where you need to go. Amen. Wow. Excellent. Wonderful words. Thank you so much for sharing that. Ladies and gentlemen, family, I thank you so much tonight for joining us and listening and sharing in the heart of Miss Nicole Venerable. Please visit her her um, business and her website, uh, Faith Belief Focus, um, faith-based t-shirts at www.faithfully-focus.com, please. And don't forget also to visit us on um, simplyredeemed.com to purchase your book. Please, everyone, get out there and get yeah. your book, Embrace Your New Beginnings. Again, that's www.simply-redeemed.com. Com. Nikki, thank you so much for being our guest tonight. Uh, we love you. We will be praying for you. We know great things thank are going to continue to happen through you. And we look forward to having you back on the show. Yes. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. And to everyone, have a good night. Amen. God bless you, family. You as well. Good night.